It's Jim, it's the World of Bonds. It's Tuesday the 7th of July 2021. This is for professional investors only and never investment advice. It's Mont Von 2 day, twice in the Tour de France today. They go up it a couple of times. And this evening, of course, England played Denmark in the semis of the Euro 2020. Um, so Prince Hamlet, Lars Von Trier, Lars Ulrich, your boys are going to take a hell of a beating. Last night it was Italy's turn and it reminded me of how governments use footballers, pop stars and other people to try and raise cash for them when times get tough. And the Italian government did indeed use um, Italy's footballers a few years ago to uh, claim that these Italian footballers were all piling their savings into uh, BTPIs and other savings investments issued by the Italian government. These were uh, a retail version of uh, Italian inflation-linked guilts, effectively. Um, I've got a, a stash of material from uh, World War One, including photos of tanks rolling up to Prudential's old headquarters on High Hoban uh, to try and drum up retail demand for government bonds. And in the last couple of days, uh, there was a Bloomberg article about what's going on in Japan. And I'm going to play you this uh, clip uh, because it's on YouTube and hopefully they won't sue me for, for copyright or anything because I am just, after all, advertising their desire to, uh, to raise money from Japanese retail investors because apparently individuals have stopped buying Japanese government bonds, Japanese government savings accounts simply because the interest rates are so low, I guess. Um, so um, sales of those instruments is down around about 42%. So they've started advertising to try and attract a younger audience into these saving products. And obviously the things that young people like are cartoon girls with yellow bows in their hair, um, singing songs about how attractive um, it would be to lend your money to the Japanese government. So I'm going to bung that on in the background. Um, if I get sued, that's why there's no podcast tomorrow. But here we go. So the girls on the stage, waving, winking, people behind are clapping. No, no, broken is the subtitle. There's a little cartoon animal coughing at the smoke for no good reason. Kokushai. Japanese government bonds, 10-year, 5-year and 3-year. And then some other animal is, is clapping and saying that's a good thing to have done. So that's going on. Go and have a look at that. If you learn the 23 kanji you require to type that into the YouTube search bar, you can find it on, on YouTube. Elsewhere yesterday, there was a huge move in government bonds. Uh, why? No one knows. Uh, more buyers than sellers. Positioning, short covering. Uh, today, Morgan Stanley sent me a note about mortgage convexity hedging which is when um, buyers of mortgage-backed securities have to um, adjust the duration of their portfolios by buying government bonds because they get more prepayments of um, principal um, from mortgage bonds that changes the duration of their overall portfolios. So mortgage hedging is another reason people have uh, talked about. But yesterday, anyway, it was an eight basis point move in 10-year US Treasury bond yields. We're back now down to the levels that we got to at the start of February. So we've, we've given back a lot of the sell-off in government bonds that people were, were talking about so much. So 10-year Treasury is now at 1.34%. The 30 years back down below 2% at 1.96. And rallies across other government bond markets, not quite as much as treasuries, but gilts and buns were five to seven basis points uh, lower in yield as well yesterday night. 
Risk assets were a little bit weaker, so stock markets were down a bit, but it wasn't about risk off. It wasn't a red day for stocks in a huge way. So really um, not, not entirely sure what was going on there. Okay, the only other thing that I think interesting to talk about, I've, I cut this out a while ago, never got around to talking about it, but it was the Kansas City Fed Manufacturing Survey. This is one of the, the branches of the Federal Reserve in the US. Remember, it's a regional system. Kansas Fed put out some research where they go around and, like the Bank of England and their agent surveys, talk to people around the country. And the things that stood out um, from that survey... Um, were that a lot of respondents, a lot of manufacturers in the in the in the region of Kansas, said that they were going to spend lots more on technology as a result of uh, skill shortages, labour shortages, wage increases. So just a couple of quotes. These are from Joe Riesenthal um, from Twitter. So I've uh, stolen from him. He's uh, you know very good. You should follow him if you don't already. But uh, in the Fed survey, with a lack of willing and able entry-level workers, we're choosing to invest more in equipment and automation, which over time should lead to our company having a lower number of workers with a higher level of, level of skills. Next one, business activity has picked up. We're in need of upgrades to certain productive assets to maintain and increase capacity. And finally, we're looking for ways to automate and reduce the need for employees. So as wages go up, companies that have been able to borrow very cheaply have generally good cash piles, arguably have underinvested for a long time. You know, we've talked about the rise of the robots as that great book um, by Michael Lewis. I think, no, I can't remember who it's by, but a great book, Rise of the Robots, look it up. And um, his argument was that we're pretty much doomed. Even kind of white collar workers are going to get replaced by robots at some stage whether it's ai or physical machines and um and it hasn't really happened very much in any great way you know you see these automated screens in mcdonald's now to save a till worker um, remove a till worker from their, their role and that's kind of one entry level robotic process that we we've seen going on really since the invention of the spinning jenny and before but there is an argument that this is um, going to be something that accelerates and perhaps these higher wages in tight labour markets make that more likely to happen. Final thing today, uh, green bonds. I, I did a survey on Twitter yesterday about where green gilts might price relative to ordinary gilts. 50% of people who responded said they'll come in with a yield below traditional gilts of the same maturity. And I think that's probably right, because if you look at the bund market, which has green bunds already, um, they were issued at a spread of minus one basis point to a traditional bund, and they've traded to something like minus three, minus five. So people are prepared to pay a greenium um, pay up to get um, something that's better, something that's green, something that fulfills a place in an ESG portfolio. Um, the final, final thing on that is that the oil price has been rising recently. It was off a bit yesterday, but some people are speculating that the rise of oil over the past um, few months might make people a bit more sceptical about ESG. Remember last year, 2020, was everyone saying ESG outperforms traditional non-ESG stuff. And we know, because we're, we're a bit cleverer than that commentary, that a lot of that was simply that oil prices fell and energy stuff underperformed tech stuff, which benefited from working home. And it probably wasn't that much to do with ESG at all. So as the oil price goes, and some people are calling for $100 a barrel oil, as they always do, 
Um, but you might well see 2021 being a reversal of that ESG stocks outperforming non-ESG stocks, and that might be a bit of a setback for the, the ESG industry. Um, hopefully not. So I'm going to end with a quote from that Japanese song. I won't play it again, but if you know you, you can translate it at your leisure, it ends with, both your heart and your principal repayments will be protected forever, um, which ought to be in a, a pitch book by the Japanese government to Moody's because they're only rated A1 at the moment, having been AAA a few years ago. So obviously Moody's are a bit sceptical about uh, the second part of that, but maybe they believe the bit about your heart being protected forever. Anyway, have good weeks. Enjoy the footy tonight. Bye.